Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jesus is a heartbeat. The blood inside of the day. The life inside of Empowerment Inc. Radio. We are just so happy to be with you today. Hallelujah. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of Jesus, we thank God for our lives today. We thank Him for what He's doing. We thank God for what He's going to do. He who has begun a good work in us, He will bring it to an expected end. God is with us. He has never left us. He will never leave us. 
and he is with us. He is Jehovah Shaman. Hallelujah. Hope you are doing good. And this is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-S-M dot com. And the program is Kingdom's Kids, Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. We have a brand new topic, and it's how to live a life that is long and prosperous. In other words, how can we live a long life and prosper? Living a long life and be prosperous. So it depends on how you look at it. This is God's way, okay? This is God's way. So people have all kinds of other ways they can talk about it uh, in their own way, how to live long and be prosperous. But this is God's way as the Lord leads us today. So we try and see how we will be able to learn from the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So he, we, we can't do much, but he's the one that does it. So we are led by him. We are not leading the Spirit of God. He leads us, and the Spirit of God speaks, and we speak. So we cannot speak until he speaks. Hallelujah. So please join with me as we continue in these uh, teachings today. And let's go into the prayer room. Father, we just thank you today. Our Abba Father, we worship you. We give you all the glory. Unto you are all things, and to you were all things made, and all things were made for you. You created all things. Today we are here. We need you. We cannot do without you. We need you in our life. We need you in, in, in the way we relate to our friends, to our brothers, to our neighbors. We need you in the way we walk. We need you in the way we talk. We need you in the way we speak, in the way, in the way we, we see, in the way we think. We need you in every area of our life. We cannot talk about how much we need you. We need you so much, Spirit of Living God. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, O oh God. You are our leader. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We worship you. We come in our brothers, our sisters, wherever they may be, in every situation, in every circumstances, in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Let your way be done. In the name of Jesus. Let your way be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus. Let the Spirit of the Lord do this as his own will. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good in the name of Jesus. Now, we have a proof test. It's uh, Psalm 34. Psalm 34. I'm going to read from verse 11 to 14. Slow down a little bit. Okay. So, um, Psalm 34 verse 11 okay hope you are there and i'm going to be reading from different translations if you don't mind okay so um let's see okay i'm going to read from um from verse 11 First and foremost, let me read from King James. I mean, New, New King James. New, uh, where? King James. It's okay. Uh, verse 11 says in King James Version, it said, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. I will teach you where? The fear of the Lord. Verse 12. What man is he that desires life and loveth many days that he may see good? It's a question. Again, he said, What man is he that desires that desireth life 
and loveth many days, that he may see good. Verse 13. Said, Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking God. Verse 14. He said, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Again, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Just those uh, verses, we will we'll be talking about it today. I would pray that the Lord, the, the Spirit of God, will help in the name of Jesus. Now, I, if if you see here, if you see here, we are talking about speaking. We are talking about uh, lying. Now, before we continue, we are talking about verse eleven to fourteen. Okay, that is our references. Uh, our reference, our verses that we will be talking about most most of the day. He said the the, the verse eleven says, say, "Come, you children, hearken unto me." That is regarding us as children, like John would say, "Little children." Doesn't essentially mean um, that uh, we are uh, we are his children. We are God's children. We are we. He is our Father. We are His children. Okay. I hope we see it that way. It's not by any way to put us down, or to say we we don't know, or we or or we know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much. He knows everything. I don't know much. You see, even though even though we prophesy. You know, the Spirit of God said we prophesy in part. So we don't know much. So we are children. He is our Father. He 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 He, he is the one that gives us life. The food we eat comes from Him. The water we drink comes from Him. The air we breathe, uh, breathe is the one that sustains us. We don't sustain ourselves. He does at His own will. So, come, you children, listen to me. You see, come unto me. One of the things is to come. One of the things is not to listen. Okay, he say I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Teach you what the fear of the Lord. One of the things we need to know is that the fear of the Lord, or when the Bible talks about the fear of the Lord. It kind of that's <clears throat> a moment <clears throat> you know when the Bible talks about the fear of the law we 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 need to respond in a way of loving in a way of reverencing. In accordance with obeying what the word of God says. That is, in other words, to fear God is to respond to Him in love and obedience. Obedience to who? To the word of God. How do you? How do we fear God and we don't love Him? How do we fear God? We don't obey what He says. Me and you. You know, if if I fear you, or if I respect you, if I reverence you, I will love you. I relate well to you. I don't want to do any, anything that would that would offend you, because you you are my very good friend. I love you so much. In other words, I would also like to obey what you say. Say, let's meet at this time. Yeah, I'd like to meet with you at that time. Or you will call me at this very time. I will be waiting for your call. So obeying what we have agreed upon or what is set down as a rule and regulation so that we can live together as good friends. The same way with God. Having God in our lives is relationship. 
We have learned to relate to him in the manner of loving him, in the manner of obeying him, simply loving him and obeying the precept and the regulation that he has set before us. Simply loving him and loving ourselves and loving others. What is he's telling us to do? You know, he said in John chapter 4, he said, if a man love me, keep my words. If a man love me, keep my words. In other words, if you love me, not only that you will know my word, we will be able to do what I say. That is doing, not just keeping it, but doing it. There are so many of us that can quote the Bible, but we cannot do it on the Word of God. That is making the Word act what He says, following what the Word of God is telling us to do. Hallelujah. We are not to just preach it. We are also need to live it. Living what the, the word of God says. If you say we have to do this, then we will also have to show an example. Showing an example by doing it. Hallelujah. David said that a, a person who fears the Lord will not lie essentially what he's saying in Psalm 34 from verse 11 to 14. person who fears the Lord will not lie we we turn from sin. We we do good. Not only will he do good, where there is hatred, where there is uh, anger, he will promote what peace. He will seek peace. He will do good. Hallelujah. You know, reverence includes obeying God. In the way we speak, in the way we treat people, in the way we do good, in the way we seek for peace. Reverence, that's what God, uh, uh, the Lord is referencing. Uh, uh, the, the way we reference God is by obeying Him, the way we speak, and the way we treat others. Proverbs verse 13, verse 3. He said, He that keepeth his, his mouth keepeth his life. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. He that what? Openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Hallelujah. He said, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his life shall have destruction. So, the, our mouth and the tongue very essential for our very being, for our very uh, 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 living. Say he that keepeth his mouth, keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Hallelujah. So now if we go back to the world, now you will see deceit. Okay. You will see uh deceit. Uh that is uh Uh, verse uh, thirteen in the new in the new King James version, they talk about guy as deceit, speaking deceit. Okay, so when you see it here, it said, "Keep thy tongue, keep thy tongue from evil, and at least from speaking guy." In many translations, they talks about it as lies, speaking lies. Okay speaking lies 
But when you look at it from the original Hebrew translation, it's a sense of deceiving. Of course, you can, we can deceive by our mouth, by speaking lies. Uh, it also means uh, fraud, to be crafty, deceitful, false, fail, guy, trickery. And and the word they use here, guy, comes from uh, the, the root word that means to uh, betray, to deceive, to beguile, to 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 delude, to deceive, to betray, to beguile. You can see. And when you look at it uh, 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 in just no, in, in English uh, normal dictionary uh, meaning, it's just the action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or mis, misrepresenting the truth, deception, deceitfulness, uh, double dealing, fraud, trickery, um, lying. Pretense, trickery, more and more and more. So some translation just was speaking lies. It could be more than that. See, and when you look at the fifteens, fifteens, and many people will say, "Oh, people, uh, many people are rush." We quickly say this is Old Testament, but when you look at the New Testament, there are tons and tons of references of laws speaking about evil speaking. Many areas, lying, lying, many. You see, in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 to 19, it said, These six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Verse 17 says, a proud look, a lying tongue, a hand that sheds innocent blood. Proud look, a lying tongue, and a hand that sheds innocent blood. And, uh, and, and you can see verse 17 and verse 18 is almost the same as this Psalm, Psalm 34. He said that a heart that divides wicked imagination, fit that be swift and running to mischief. That is evil. Right? And a, a verse, verse 19 says, it's a, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. That is, you, you, you person that, that promotes hatred, promotes uh, uh, quarrel, doesn't seek peace, always wants to knock each other, make sure there's fighting. You see, you say a false witness that speaker lies and he that soweth discord among brethren. You can see that. Now this Psalm thirty four I'm referring to this Psalm thirty four I'm referring or which I've been using as a proof test, you will see uh, uh, it's being echoed in the book of uh, First Peter. Let's go to First Peter. You will see there. Okay, and we are going to read from verse eight. Okay, you will see there. Um, the Lord just tell us there. We have it there, just almost almost the same way that was written in um, in this psalm. Okay, First Peter chapter three. Going there now. Okay, so you you will hold on to that psalm thirty four, or we'll come back. 
Okay. So I'm going to read from verse 8. Okay. He said, finally, I hope you are there. Verse 8, I'm going to read from a New King James Version. That is okay with you. Verse 8, 1 Peter chapter 3 from verse 8. It says, finally, all of you be, be of the same mind. Be what? Of the same mind. Having compassion for one another. Love as brothers, be tender-hearted. Be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. But on the contrary, blessing. In other words, they might turn hate. But we will return what? Blessing. They might return destruction, but we will return what? Blessing. Okay, let's continue reading. Where are we? Nine. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, Blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. You see, one of the things that we we uh, we see here, this is what when I was saying that, he said, if you if you uh, love me, do do keep my commandments. It's knowing the world is, I'm doing this, and this is very hard. And this is Christianity for us here. It's not about shouting and jumping and running around, which is also not bad. So it's, it's good to jump. It's good to run around. But this is what the Lord is telling us here. But if we jump around, we run around, and we are uh, re- returning uh, reviling for reviling, you can see that all that doesn't make any doesn't make anything. Turning evil for evil, and most of the time we return evil for evil. They test out bad. Somebody test a bad testing, then we reply in in the same manner, or even more more evil testing is sent back to the person. Or if we don't send it, but it's in our heart, the heart is more important. The heart is what? More important. To the overflow of the heart, the man speaketh. We have all that in, 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 in Matthew chapter 12. If you read from verse 34 down, you will see when the law was when the law was talking to the scribes and the Pharisees and talking about speaking to the Holy Ghost, how we might be uh, blaspheming the Spirit of God. And we cut down our lives doing that. Hallelujah. We thank God for today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Now, verse verse, uh, verse, verse 9 again. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. So, in other words, when they do it, we get blessing. How is how is it going to play out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Would you know? The Lord is saying, if they if they do us evil, we should not return back in the same manner. But blessing. If they revile us, they accuse you, uh, does all kinds of things. We should not return back in the same way. But on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to what? Blessing. That you may inherit what? A blessing. Isn't that amazing? That's not what I'm actually talking about. So I'm talking about uh, verse 10 now. 
So maybe as as with with time, as the laws leaves, we have time to deal with that. I'm just like being stuck there. Now let's move on. It said, "For he who loves life, he who loves life, that is verse ten now, and see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil." That is, if we want to longevity, want to live long, we want to experience a good life, an abundance life. You know what he said in John 10, verse 10. He came to give us life, an abundant life. You see, not just ordinary life, an abundance life. A life that fulfilled his purpose. A life that is prosperous. He said, he who loves life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. And he leads from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. That is, turning away from what? Evil and do good. How is that, how is that easy to do? Let him turn away from what? Evil and do good. This is a person doing evil to you. How do you respond? Is what he's saying here. Do we respond in the same kind or maybe less kind or more kind? You see that? Or you just say simply, let me do good. Is that easy? That's Christianity for us here. Christianity for us here. Okay. He said, let him seek peace and pursue it. That is, in the means of anger, in the means of accusation, in the means of blame. You know, they, they can blame us, accuse us, and lie against us. You know, that is very common. They will lie against us, accuse us, and say things that are not true, uh, 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 call all names, but yet you are what? Looking for what? Peace. But are not only looking for peace, you are eagerly, earnestly seeking for that peace. You are pursuing it. If it's running away, if, if it's something that is running away from us, pursue. You know how we pursue, uh, if you have a dog, you want to pursue the dog. If it's running away, you pursue it. You want to catch it. Hey, this is peace. You are running away. No, you can't run away. You have to stay here. You can't run away from me. You have to stay. I'm pursuing you. I will pursue you. I will catch you and hold you in such a way you don't run away from me. Meaning that peace is running away from us if we don't act in accordance with the word of God. Peace will run away. It will go. And what is the the consequences of that? Destruction. Destruction. I I I I I, I we've been talking about. Uh, you see, he said, for the eyes of the law are on the righteous. For the, for the eyes of the law are on the righteous. How do we consider ourselves righteous? Is it by your own activities or by your works? It is by his righteousness that we can claim we are righteous. When when we believe in him and trust in him, he becomes our righteousness. And we then become the righteousness of God. But if we are not living, we are not doing what he says, how do we become the righteousness of God? We are living contrary to what he says. How do we claim we are uh, the righteousness of God? It doesn't work. How does that work? Yeah, by his grace we are saved. Yeah, but 
it does not give us a license to act contrary to what he's saying. Say, if you if you love me, keep my word. Do it. And when we fear him, we do what he says. We are obedient to what he says. We don't want to offend him. We don't want to offend our friend. He's our friend. We, we love him. We want to be peaceful. So now we don't just set these things aside and act contrary to what he's saying and begin to act and say at the same time we are saying we are the righteousness of God, this and that. No, it does not work that way. Sorry to say that. In, me included. Everyone, I don't know, me included, especially me, because I first of all preach to myself. I'm not by in any uh, age saying I'm the most righteous and I'm the most I'm the most uh, a person who does the work hundred percent. I'm still learning. I'm learning. I'm I'm praying. Lord, help me. I need Him. These are things that are very difficult to do. In fact, to me, I don't know about you, but to me. These are very, very, very difficult. And this is Christianity for me here. This is somebody's, uh, uh, they, they accuse us, uh, talk about us, they lie, they, they do things which we don't do. We have not even conceived it. And yet the Lord is saying, you go ahead, do good. You go ahead and seek peace. You go ahead, don't fight, don't reply back. Don't even be offended. You know, offense comes through all this. And yet, we are not to what? Be offended. You know, the Lord said in the book of Luke, verse 17, verse 1, then, then said he unto disciples, he said, it is impossible but that offense will not come. He said it is impossible, but that offense will come. It is impossible. But woe unto him to whom they come. In, in other words, like I'm, I've been talking now, I may have offended one person or the other. Yes, of, it is impossible that offense, it will come. It will come. But don't be what offended. Do you know what? Get offended. Stay away from offense. It will lead us to nowhere. Hallelujah. You remember when we get offended, we are likely to be led now by by what? By other spirit. Because offense has come in. And when we become offended, nothing works. Nothing works. So we have to stay away from what? Offense. And let the Spirit of God help us in keeping our heart <clears throat> excuse me clean as create in us, clean heart, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Create, create a clean heart within us, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Hallelujah! Now look at what the Lord is saying here. He said, "For the Lord, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous." That is First uh, Peter three, verse twelve. He said, "For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous." The eyes of the Lord are on you. Eyes of the Lord are on us. And his ears are open to their prayers. And his ears are what? Open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. You know they are doing evil. When they accuse us, uh, lie, do, does all kinds of things that are not of God. They, they uh, uh, cause trouble. They seek hatred. They seek fight. Those are uh, features of evil, of a wicked person. 
And the source of these are uh, devil and his angels. You know, uh, ordinarily we will not be able to do this in our own mind. We can't, we can't be able to accuse people, to lie, uh, begin to uh, uh, do things and uh, accuse people like that. No. The source is what? Satan. The source of lying is what? Satan. Now, when you go to John, okay, book of John, chapter 8, hallelujah, let me keep this one, okay, hallelujah. So we have to keep our mouth shut, and and uh, <clears throat> okay. So when you look at uh, John. The book of John, okay, chapter 8. I said John chapter 8, okay. I think around 44, okay. He is the source of lies. He is the source. Now, let's read from John chapter 8, verse 44. He said, "You are the you are." He was speaking to the uh, the the people who were around. So he spoke these words, and he said, "Why?" Uh, okay. He said, "You are you are of your father, the devil." And the desires of your father you want to do. So if I were you, I would read from verse 1. Okay? Read from verse 1. You will see what I'm talking about. Talking about the Pharisees and all those people around. Now, they say you are of your father and the devil. And the desires of, of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. So you can see lying is in accordance with Satan. It's in accordance with the devil. He is the source of lies. He speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. So he is the author of lies. You can see why the Lord hates it, because it 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 is something that comes from devil. He is the one that brings lies. He is the one that brings all this kind of deceit. So we are not, you know, when somebody when somebody, you know, the 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 sad thing about this is that when somebody starts to lie, you know. The trust in him is gone. You know, you know that. So when there is truth, it's hard to believe that he's now speaking the truth. That is why it's, it's, it's not good at all to begin to dwell in lying. Because when it is time to actually believe that he's not lying, it's too late. Take, for example, when somebody says he's dying, he's dying. And you run there, his line is not dying. So when he's actually uh, saying that he's dying, and actually he's dying, but we might conclude and say he's lying again. 
and he will die. You can see consequences of lying resulting for us not to trust. We cannot trust anymore. And that is why our God is a God of yes and amen. When he speaks, he speaks truth. He is the source of truth. And that is why he said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You know, in John chapter 14, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So we cannot miss lie with truth. So he is the source of truth. And that is why we receive him. We sever our relationship. We are no longer under the dominion of Satan. We are no longer a servant of Satan anymore, but we are now a servant of the living God, a servant of truth. So we we are now with him. We now live a life of what? Of going through life, speaking the truth. Knowing fully well that we are able to live a life of God. Because when we speak the truth, we are abiding in his words. So if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will become my word and disciples. And when we do that, we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. And he ends up as by saying in verse 36, Therefore, if, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So when we are set free, we can actually set our, ourselves free by living a life of truth, not lying. You see, lying is a sign of demon activities in us. I'm not the one saying it. It's the word of God saying it here. It's saying here, we just read that the source of truth, I mean the source of lie is Satan. He is the father of it. So he spills out lies and we take it. Then we are his agent. Or we have agents in us that enable us, that quicken us to speak lies. That we are not being able to 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 live right, to live honestly, we speak lies. There are so many people. Uh, I'm sorry to say, they are completely. Uh, I mean, their life is completely a force. I, I don't know how to put it. The, the way I like to say, I don't want it to be very harsh. I'm saying that there is no, there is no single uh, a time where they speak that you can take any meaningful uh, meaning. Uh, uh, it, it, there is no truth in whatever they say. Everything is completely false. Sometimes they make up stories. Sometimes they they talk things which are not true. Sometimes they they add to stories. So others are lying. It's lying. We are not saying it. We begin to distort what somebody has said. It's lying. See? And there are so many so many people that does it even more than this. And it's become, it, it's reached a stage where it's difficult to trust uh, that person. And when it is time when when it has reached that stage, you know it's very hard. It's very very hard to believe. To believe. Now, before I run out of time, I I uh, just want to talk about this in uh, in in 
Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. He said, I want to read from verse 30 to 31. Okay, I'll be out there. He said, And grief known the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Evil speaking. And be ye kind, verse 32. He said, Be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. Even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Yeah, we, we offended him. Yet he forgave us. Every day we offend him. So and he forgive us. I'm going to for, I'm going to offend him today. He will also forgive me. Even tomorrow, he has already forgiven me. The same way with you. And that is the reason why we have to forgive one another. He said, "And be ye kind one another." Most of the time, we are harsh, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. So in Christ. So that when we, we when we offend, when we offend God, He looks at Christ, and He we are we are we are forgiving. So He looks at Christ when we do evil, then we are forgiven. When we do things that are contrary to His will, when He looks at Christ. We are forgiven. Christ. We have to live to obey Christ. That way we have a relationship, a friend. We love him, want to be obedient to him. And one of the ways we need to do that is for us to let all bitterness, all wrath, all anger, all clamor, all evil speaking be put away from us with all malice. It's going to be around, so we have to put it, put them away. It's going to be seeking to stay. There will be um, bitterness. You know, bitterness dwells so much in the body of Christ. You can see uh, no joy. It dwells in the heart. And there's wrath, anger. Hmm? There's clamor, no peace. And yet, we are body of Christ. Notice here, he's speaking to the people in Ephesus, the Ephesians. They are Christians. They are born again. Hallelujah. Now, quickly, let's let's go to Ephesians chapter two. You will see the attitude of uh, of of uh, of Paul here. Okay, which in the same manner we need to emulate Ephesians chapter one. Okay, this is before he began to speak of of these ones in Ephesians chapter four. Okay, and there are many other places out there that you can read and that will. Uh, help us in our work for longevity and prosperity. You and I know that if we live this life, our life will be cut short. Our life will be what? Cut short. We will not enjoy life. It's not a life of prosperity when we are in bitterness. It's a life of not, it's a life, we are not living a life of prosperity when we are in wrath, we are not happy, we are in anger, uh, in clamor, we are speaking evil. That's not prosperity. You know, there are some houses, the moment you, when you are just on the door, you begin to sense family spirit. You begin to sense that you are welcome. You begin to sense peace. You begin to sense joy in this house. You, 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 you will instantly feel that now I'm welcome. 
contrary to some homes, the moment you stay on the door, you will see that mm, there's clamor in this house, accusation in this house. There's no joy. There's no peace. The, the house might look huge, beautiful, and clean, but yet all these are not there. And it's very important that we have all this there. Hallelujah. Very important. Now, before my time runs out, like I'm saying, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, I read, uh, it said, Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, you see, your faith and your love for all the saints, your faith and your love for me and for your neighbor, for your friends, your relatives, it is so important. Paul is counting on what he had, a report he had from the churches in Ephesus. And he's saying, based on the report he had of their faith in the Lord Jesus and their love for the saints. So he's essentially saying that what we have, what what we need to do for our neighbor is to love them, irrespective of how they speak, irrespective of their accusation, irrespective of how they are backbiting, talking, doing deceitfulness, and all that. Is simply saying, your love for all the saints, not for some saint, all, all of them, and your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And your what? Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are doing this based on the fact that we have faith in him. Faith is our part. So we have to do many of these things through the Spirit of God. Through what? Faith in him. Hallelujah. So he began to what? He gives thanks for them and he began to what praise God to the father of glory why for them to begin to have more wisdom have more revelation and to be able to now live in the spirit now before I completely before I completely finish this uh, I know I, I've run out of time is this is in in accordance with this is in in addition to living well living well uh king good um, um uh, exercising okay you know we, we also have to do that as as a body of christ we need to eat good we need to exercise we need, we need to take good care of our body you know we know that uh uh uh, we are convinced. We are convinced of the spirit, soul, and body. So, and that is what this program is meant for. So, we take out the spirit by doing all this, and the spirit, the, the body. We have to exercise. We have to eat good. We have to do many of those things that we take out of the body. Okay. So, you know, when we take out the spiritual aspect of it, it will flow out to the body. It will help us in our body to remove sickness, it will remove heart disease, it will remove blood pressure, it will give us peace, it will help the body on the long run. So the the whole body, the whole spirit, soul, and body will become preserved blameless of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty three. Very important. See, and the very good of and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly and I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So this is just a a, a pinch of, uh, of today's uh, uh, the Lord has 
given unto us. I pray the Spirit of God will help you, will teach you. Okay? And um, we thank God for today. So, see you next time. God bless you. In Christ Jesus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.